Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. So, everyone, no dramatic reading this week. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't know how to open this one, so we'll just start talking about this one. Uh, hi, listener and listeners driving in your car to work. Shout out to Eric. Um, this week, Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 335. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Yes, we are talking about a PG-rated kids film with incredible animation written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Uh, you know, with me as always, the not childhood in the podcasting host uh, realm, spectrum, I don't know. Out of the two of us, the one that is not a child at heart still, the one that has decided to create life and not be a child and move on and i don't know what else to fucking say mike hi well uh what an intro man um i'm not sure how to respond to that but yeah not child uh mike not child mike not a uh, child at heart mike not having fun with his life mike how's that no uh, no i'm having a great time man with my life the uh the kids uh, keep it interesting, dude. It's just uh, it's just a little bit tiring, you know, but it's fine. Mike, uh, do you miss sleep? Um, I you know I get about as much sleep as I used to now for the most part. It's just a little bit more interrupted, you know, like there's sounds in the middle of the night or the monitors go off or whatever. It's just a little bit different. Well, dude, you used to sleep like ten hours. So you're getting 10 hours of sleep now? Oh, heck no, man. I don't get 10 hours. That was all That was all rumors and hearsay. Oh, no. It was truth. Hashtag truth. Oh, now it's a hashtag? Yes. What happened to pound? What happened to pound, man? I want to bring pound back. Pound that truth. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know about all that. But, Matt, um, what are your first impressions of this movie? Oh, actually, I should probably just go to the rundown, huh? Well, you're not going to talk about it first? You know, you're not going to give us the rundown for TMNT Mutant Mayhem? Yes, yes, I will give you the rundown for... I warned you, folks, he's tired. He's real tired. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. So this movie was uh, direct, er, directed by Jeff Rowe and uh, Kyler Spears. And it's written by Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, Jeff Rowe, Dan Hernandez, Benji Samet, and the story is by Brendan O'Brien. And then this is based on characters created by Peter Lard and Kevin Eastman. Peter Lard? It's Laird. There's an I in there. Dude. Okay. I just Kevin know Laird. because, you know, comic books. Ah, okay. All Sorry, right. Michael. Sorry, Michael. All right, so this movie starring Mikey, uh, Micah Abbey, uh, Simone Brown Jr., uh, Nicholas Cantu, Brandy Noon. Uh, I'm going to mess this one up, Matt. Well, that um, was actually a Brady Noon. Oh, Brady. Oh, yeah. It's Brady Noon. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Ayo Ibiri? I don't know, dude. How do you say that? Uh I like, I think Ayo, or I like that. I, it's probably Ayo, uh, debris, I think, or something. I don't know. We should have Googled that, Mike. You should have Googled it. How dare you? Yeah. Maya Rudolph, John Cena, Seth Rogen. 
Uh, Rose Byrne, uh, Jackie Chan, Ice Cube, and uh, Paul Rudd. And the film follows the Turtle Brothers as they work and to earn the love of New York City while facing an army of mutants. Don't worry, Mike. One day I'm going to get you reading to where it sounds like you're excited about what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, One day, fucking dude. Jackie Chan! Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan plays Splinter. Woo. Like, he speaks English well enough that they're now casting him to do voiceovers. That's impressive. That is. Well, I mean, he's he's still, you know, he's still doing some movies here and there. I mean, he's he's, he's getting older now, though. Yeah, but he has never been super great at uh, speaking English based on his films in the past. And now he's good enough to do voice acting? That's pretty impressive, Mike. Well, I'm sure he still had someone to help him out with some words and stuff. But yeah, no, he did a great job. I, I, I liked him. Well, I hope you liked him. I thought he did fantastic. So, Mike, you wanted my first impressions or are you going to go with yours? No, dude, I want your first impressions. I always go first. Well... That's, you know, we hear that same complaint from Max. I wasn't going to say it. That's why I hesitated, but I had to. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, you know, you know, sometimes it just happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor Mike. Okay, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. This movie is uh, a lot of fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's uh, a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I love the animation style. It's very much in the vein of Spider-Verse, as in it has its own style. It's not trying to look like a Disney film or a Pixar film or whatever. The animation actually looks very reminiscent of the comic book. It's not as dark and kind of rough as the comic book, because the comic book, the original at least, was quite dark and quite rough. This is, I would say, kind of in the middle. It's kind of quickly drawn or at least that's what it's supposed to kind of look like jagged edges all those kind of fun things but uh i liked it man i liked this movie i thought it was a lot of fun i think it's fantastic that they finally used kids or teenagers to actually play kids or teenagers it's the first time it's ever happened in a teenage mutant ninja turtle movie so that's a pretty awesome thing and they did a really really good job um it's interesting how much well-known people are in this you you know jackie chan juan carlo esposito ice cube paul rudd maya rudolph john cena i mean everybody did a freaking voice for this clearly we aren't the only ones that love these nerds that's that's horrible i got thrown off there love the teenage man ninja turtles as a property and a product and just being super nerds loving these kinds of things because mike this is our childhood you know, it, it just is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original live action film came out in 90 and then the sequel in 92. Um, one thing we'll have to touch on, I'm sure, uh, is Michael Bay's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle films, which I've never seen and I don't think you have either because they are so bad. But uh, yeah, okay, there I will stop. Mike, what do you think of this film? All right, Matt. Wow. You know, you, you had a lot to say. I, um, I can talk about the Ninja Turtles forever. And I know okay. you can too, because you had them and you gave them to, no, your mom gave them to my mom to give to my nephews. Yeah. So I, I definitely ha I definitely had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I grew up watching this. This movie was very, I guess, nostalgic laced um, for us kids who grew up on it. Um, I mean- 
who doesn't like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? They're like, they're ninjas. They eat pizza all the time and they just, you know, have a good time. It was just great. But, um, yeah, uh, I, the, the, uh, this, this movie was fun. Um, I didn't quite realize it was going to be, young, uh, aimed at such a young audience, like our younger audience. So, um, I, you know, I kind of thought with Seth Rogen being involved, it might be kind of raunchy or whatever, but it actually wasn't at all. Like it was very just genuine and, and kind of fun. And when I was, when I was, uh, there, I, I got some future flashes of my life, Matt, because there was lots of parents, uh, taking their kids out to the, for potty breaks in the middle of the movie. And, uh, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that's going to be me soon. Uh, we don't take our kids to the movies yet, but I'm sure it'll be coming soon. So, and you will get to miss a lot of the movie. Yeah, I I can't wait. But uh, it was funny, man. It was like every uh, I don't know, about halfway through, it was probably every five minutes, somebody was walking by with a kid. Well, it just is what it is, Mike. I mean, you know, they got to drink all that high C and Kool Aid. You know, it's all about them ecto coolers. Oh man, ecto coolers. Yeah, yeah. Do they still even make those, dude? Oh hell yeah, they brought them back. No, oh, nice. I wonder if they brought them back around uh, Ghostbusters re-release. It wasn't the re-release, but it was the re- release of the new film. What last year, two years ago? Yeah, yeah, t- two years ago. I don't I remember think? Ghostbusters Afterlife. I know that the yeah. sequel to that film was supposed to come out in November, and they pushed it back again. Oh, okay. All right. Well. um, yeah, so I uh, I had a great time watching this movie. The the uh only somewhat like ridiculousness of this movie was the very like deliberate and slow like product placement stuff that they put in it. Like uh like uh Pizza Hut and and uh Doritos Cool Ranch. Like it was just like they kept mentioning it and I don't know. It was just a little bit ridiculous but the animation style in this movie was awesome man like it it is kind of in the vein of the spider-man um spider-verse movies but it's like its own style and i don't know if it, it was cool I, I i liked i liked how it how it uh came together i think it's very believable that splinter would love cool ranch doritos and how dare you say otherwise Okay. All right. I mean, I, I mean, I like Cool Ranch Doritos. I actually had just recently, randomly, was uh, there was a smart popcorn, you know, those ones that are like white cheddar, but instead of white cheddar, it had Cool Ranch seasoning on it. Oh, okay. So it, what is that? The Skinny Pop? I don't know, dude, but it was awesome. Well, all right then. Did this make you want to rush out and go get yourself some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to play with? Um, no, no, I don't think it wanted, I, I wanted to go, uh, get the turtles, but it, it was kind of interesting to see, you know, see, uh, this back. And so I was actually surprised. I don't know how much of a following, uh, like the kids would have with this. Like, are they still watching the cartoons that we grew up on? Like, are those still around on some streaming service or something? No, I think they've just made more. Oh, okay. So they still are like keeping the franchise alive by just having different. I I, I don't even know, because um, I just wondered why the what brought the kids. You know, like why did they want to go see this movie? Uh, because it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you talked about it earlier. Who doesn't love ninjas and turtles and pizza and cool ranch Doritos? All right, that's that's true. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. 
I got you. All right. I, I was just wondering if it was the parents taking the kids like, oh, check this out. Like, I, I wonder if it was like a backwards kind of thing. Well, but then how come the new live action ones by Michael Bay flopped? I guess they didn't flop that bad because they did what? Three of them? I think they did two of them. I, I don't know. I think Megan Fox uh, wasn't jumping around enough or something. Not enough jiggly. Got it. Got it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> not not enough uh, classic Michael Bay spin around uh, explosions while uh, running. Dude, that's always the best. Always the best. But I know, man, I, it's, I just never had a desire to watch the Michael Bay ones. And this really caught my eye. The trailers was, were fantastic. Uh, especially once I found out who wrote it and then who all is starring in it and then who did the music. I mean, dude, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, tell me this. When you were in high school and we were going to metal shows, I never got to see Nine Inch Nails in person, by the way, but uh, going to metal shows that we would think one of the most heavy metal industrial bands that we loved growing up, that they're, they would be writing music for a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie 30 years later. No, I never thought that, and I, I never thought... I think he got an Academy Award for the social network. Yes, I believe he did. Yeah. No, never thought. I never thought. I never thought uh, Trent Reznor was also involved with Beats, and, and when it got bought by Apple, he made a lot of money. Well, I'm pretty sure he had a lot of money before. Yeah, but he made even more money. Stupid money. He made uh, fuck me money. Not fuck you money. Fuck me money. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah that that's that's where you um are at the point where you can do shit to hurt yourself just to piss someone else off that's what fuck me money is okay all right i got gotcha. you interesting well anyway yeah dude no i saw trent Reznor was the uh, music and etiquette ross dude that's awesome so all right mike we are quickly rocketing through this podcast i think you Need to ask a question before you fall asleep, Mike. Okay, Matt. What flavor of champagne are you drinking this fine morning or evening or afternoon? <sighs> like, I am not drinking the champagne of beers. I still have, like, one more of these left. It's one of these Sunny D's and vodka in the fridge. And they're quite delightful. Oh, okay. All right. Um... I am drinking a hazy IPA by Sweetwater. Um, yeah, I'm drinking a lot of Sweetwater, Matt. They have a good deal, dude. They have a really good deal. I was going to say, that's what you had last week and the week before and the week before that. Are you going to have anything new next week or are we just going to kill this segment? I don't know, man. I'll, 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 I'll figure it out. But anyway, Matt, are you getting excited for the Sam Andrews Oktoberfest? I think it's about to arrive. No, dude, it's already been spotted. My sister sent me a picture of it in Sam's Club in Phoenix. Well, did you drive there right away? No. I don't have that kind of time or money. My my name is not Mike Talent. Ah, yes, yes. Well, um, I'll let you know when I see it hit the shelves, Matt, but I have started to see some pumpkins. So, you know, when it's 115 in Phoenix, it's time to drink that pumpkin. Yeah, yep. See, Mike, you, as we were talking about it earlier, you have the fuck me money. I have... The fuck me money as in not enough. You had the fuck me money as fuck everybody else. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, on, on that cool note, uh, Matt. Um, you want me to ask my question? Yeah, sure. Why not? So, Mike, what is this week's 
hopefully turtle related dad joke I got dad jokes I don't think they understand though gotta think I'm funny other people never laugh though dad jokes um no it's not turtle related at all uh are you free tomorrow it's not a joke if you ask if I'm free tomorrow <laughs> no I'm expensive sorry Dude, that uh, that literally has to be the worst one you've ever done. <laughs> all right, all right. You need to go back to the book, Mike. All right, all right, all right. Go back that, to that the book. The book has better ones than that. Okay, okay. So the most important question of the podcast, how does Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, luckily, this one's pretty easy, dude, and I love that. Um, So, Mr. Paul Rudd, or Ant-Man, is uh, in this movie, and, uh, you know, he was in Ant-Man and Wasp and Ant-Man and uh, several other Marvel Cinematic movies. Um, Ant-Man Quantumania, which didn't do very well, Um, you know, lots of different um, Marvel stuff, so... That's who I'm going with on this one. So, Mike, do you think uh, Ant-Man Quantumedia didn't do so well because everybody knew it was going to get dumped on Disney Plus and why not just go watch it on that? No, I think it just wasn't very Ant-Man-y-like. And they, I don't know. It was just a weird movie, dude. All right, Mike. So we are now in the spoiler section for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh, yes, I just like saying that really long title repeatedly yeah dude you do so i got a a very important one because i know you're a diehard fan like myself what did you think of the big changes they did in this film the uh big changes with what characters what are we talking about with uh i'm trying to think of big changes I, i don't know dude well april is now a teenager Oh, yeah. Okay. She is not a television reporter. She is not a young blonde, not blonde, brunette TV reporter. Well, I mean, she has aspirations to be a TV reporter. Yeah. Well, no, she didn't have aspirations. She was just working for the student newspaper. She didn't want to be on TV because she kept throwing up. Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah. Okay. All right. So that was one big change. Uh, the other big change was Superfly. Oh, I like Superfly's character. Yeah, but the, in in the comics, uh, cartoons, TV shows, all that stuff, um, Baxter Stockman becomes is the one that becomes Superfly. Ah, it's okay. not a separate character; it's one and the same. Gotcha, gotcha. Which I thought was a. I love Juan Carlos Esposito, and I thought that was an absolute waste because uh, he's a fantastic actor, especially a fantastic villain. But uh, he was in it for like five seconds as Baxter Stockman. And then we get great job, by the way, by Ice Cube playing uh, Superfly. I thought that was awesome. Oh, yeah, dude. Ice Cube was awesome, dude. That that, That must have been fun. Oh, he did a great job. And then, I mean, you know, Post Malone... Played uh, Ray Filet, 
another classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles villain. Uh, Hannibal Burris played Genghis Frog. I mean, dude, they had like everybody in here, but they they changed like some things from the shows and the cartoon comic books and the cartoons. But you know, I think it worked. Personally, I really liked that April was uh, the same age as the turtles. I think it made it more engaging. But that's just my thoughts. Yeah, no, I I, I think it flowed well. I I think it was uh, the story was good and uh, you know interested to see what what more will happen. Uh, this movie, I think it did fairly uh, decent this weekend. I think it was a uh, third or fourth. Um, with Barbie still being number one, and I think Oppenheimer is still number two. Um, and I think the Meg 2 might have beat this by just a hair. Dude, and that movie is getting fucking destroyed. People absolutely hate that movie. I guess it's just really bad. So, good thing to get into our movie for next week. Mike, I like to let you pick the films because I feel it's, you know... Just being being courteous, I give you options because I have to go see them in the theaters for the um, radio. Well, and that leads to another question, but I'll start with this, uh, Mike. Why don't you tell our lovely listeners why we're not going to see the Meg Two this week? We're going to watch another film that's coming out, though. Uh well, you know, I, I I think we just have to keep on moving on, and uh, the Meg Two just doesn't look. Look that great. The first one wasn't even that great, and uh, you know it's it's just time to get um, something better in. And what is that better film, Mike? That we are going to go see, or at least you think, and the trailers make it look better. But it's mostly because it's a particular genre that you know and love. Yeah, it's 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 a horror movie. Uh, it's the um, the oh shoot, the last voyage of the Demeter. Yeah. And so it's it's a, you know it's like a Dracula movie but like on a ship. It sounds awesome, dude. Dude, okay, so clearly you haven't done your research that I have on this film. So, The Last Voyage of the Demeter is based on Bram Stoker Bram Stoker's. I did that on the radio. It is not Stoker's, it is Stoker's. <laughs> Stoker's is bad. <laughs> Bram Stoker's, huh? Yeah. No. Bam, Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's one chapter in the book. It is um, Dracula's voyage from Cartagena to London done on a ship called the Demeter. And according to the writers and directors and everyone of this film, this is the first time this segment of his book has ever been told on the big screen. Oh, okay. So that's cool, man. Bram Stoker's Dracula, like a like a chapter or or a act of it, um, as he travels. Yeah, it sounds great. Chapter dude. eleven, I think, in the book. I I don't know, but it's his travels from Cartagena to London. Okay, very cool. And as you watch in the trailer, it's you know he basically eats everybody or drinks their blood. Yeah. So uh, I like uh, like ship type uh horror movies um there's not a lot of them you know i'm trying to think of the last one that that was any good and i can't think of it right now well dude you know uh, it's like ghost ship maybe or something i i never saw that you know one that i absolutely loved but it was from the 90s and it had uh jamie lee curtis in it 
um god what was that called i want to say it was called like artificial intelligence but that's that's not right um do you remember it's a satellite russian satellite ship that gets infected with some kind of like crazy ass uh alien that comes down through the satellite and it builds itself into like all these robots using people and robots didn't you see that movie I don't know, dude. That one sounds different. Oh, dude, that movie's great. I'm forgetting the name of it. Of course I am. But it was uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's in that one. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll look it up. But yeah, man, Ghost Ship. That was a good one. I like that one. Dude, that's from 2002. Wow. Okay, so now, now dude, you got my mind going. I want to look this up, but I I don't want to type. Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up, dude. Yeah, just go to Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I'm spacing the name on it. It's like Virus, I think. I think it's the Virus. Virus. Yeah, I think it's the oh. Virus. Oh, oh, I think I've seen that, if, if that's what it's called. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called Virus. Anyways, while Mike looks that up, I will just keep ranting about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, keep, continue on. Dude, man. I like this movie. I highly recommend it. Uh, I know we haven't talked about the film itself a whole lot, which is isn't a bad or a good thing. I enjoyed it. The animation is good. The acting is very, very good. I know they're probably going to do a sequel. There's a huge spoiler at the end uh, teasing another film. I really hope they do it. I enjoyed it. I recommend everybody go see this. I mean, kids, adults, whatever, but I'm biased. I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, you know, go check it out. I, I like this film. All right, man. It's called Virus. It came out in 1999, and it does have Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. See, I got it. I got it. It took a minute. Had to rattle around the rocks in my brain, but or in my head, but I got it. Dude, I have not seen that. I, Dude, I you think didn't I'm gonna, see I'm gonna, the. Gonna, you didn't see Virus. I saw that in the theaters. I think I'm going to look it up, dude, oh, see what's no, on streaming. No, you, no, dude. October is around the corner. It is a great one for <laughs> Harvest Horror Fest. Okay. It's going right, on the list, right. Mike. You need to start putting your list together, but it's going on the list. All right. It's going on the list. Because, yeah, it's a, it's a horror movie. I don't know if they classify it as a horror movie, but it is. Okay. All right. So, anyways, it's very very dated now okay oh speaking of dated that's one thing i wanted to talk about on this movie that i don't think is going to help its cause um a lot of the jokes and content i guess uh dialogue dialogue let's do dialogue is very timely so i don't think that's going to help this film age i think in 10 years people are going to be like shrek what's a shrek now, granted, it's a Disney project oh, product. People yeah. always remember what Shrek is. But a lot of the jokes are very timely, and I just don't think it's going to help this film age well. It works great right now, but that's my one kind of really big complaint with it. Oh, yeah, dude. That's right. It does have some very um, timely uh, things, but they're like pop culture things. And like in a, you know, in 10 years, people will be like, what? Yeah, it's not going to hit as hard as it did now. Like, I, I won't lie. I laughed my ass off through most of this film. I really thought it was funny. The The Shrek reference was really funny. Someone, they're trying to figure out what the hell these things are because nobody has ever seen the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And they're all standing there and some dude shouts out, they look like a bunch of young Shreks. And it was it was pretty funny. 
Yeah, dude, that was kind of like a um, a John Wick Wick kind of uh, scene right there. Except like they didn't know they were going to be fighting. Kind of. Yeah, th- yeah. Th- that was the fighting in the uh, chop shop. Yeah, that that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a good scene. It was a lot of fun. So, all right, Mike, I don't want to drag this on because you're clearly fading away. Mike, how many reels do you give Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem? Uh, I'm going to give it four out of five reels, dude. Had a great time watching this one. Mike, likewise, I give it four out of five reels. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I almost gave it higher, but uh, it's not, you know, it's not perfect. And for me to get a five, it needs to be something really, really special. So, anywho, next week, the last voyage of the Demeter. We will see what Ma Hinshaw thinks about that one, too. She's going to go see it with Pa Hinshaw on Thursday. Oh, okay. So, if you get a nasty phone call from my father, Mike, this is why. Because when my nephew's not available to take my mom to the theater, my dad has to, and he usually just uses it as a time to sleep. And I don't think he'll sleep through a horror movie. Dude, he probably will, dude. If the mood is right and it's nice and air conditioned. Uh, I don't know. Like in, in are the Is the theater in Vista, have they upgraded it to have the reclining chairs? I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, the, the Cinemark I frequent has, uh, they spent, a lot of money and upgraded all the theaters to reclining chairs. They took out a lot of chairs to do it, but, uh, man, they're very nice. I wish they would do that here at Harkins. Like they have the reclining big old chairs at picture show, but I don't go to picture show. I like Harkins. The, they upgrade their equipment, like their projectors and their sound systems. That's more important to me than a comfortable seat. But, I've been told that they're supposed to be upgrading the Harkins up here. They're doing them to the ones in Phoenix. So we're on that list eventually once they're probably done with all of them down there. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive. Like it costs a lot of money, but they are, they are very comfortable and, uh, nice. Uh, so I really, really enjoy the investment, uh, that my, my, uh, my theater, local theater did. Well, all right, Mike, do you have anything else you would like to add about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem? Uh, sure, Matt. Uh, What did you think of all that product placement? Did you just uh, think it was just fine? You're like, yeah, whatever. Just help paying for the movie. Dude, if it gets the movie made, I mean, I'll suck it up and deal with it. It doesn't, like, subconsciously make me want to go out and get a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Now, I did go out and buy a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, but it's not because of the movie. And I swear I didn't do it on the way home, but maybe I did. <laughs> yeah, de- Matt, definitely tell yourself it's not because you saw it of the movie. Nope. And then and then the reason that you got Pizza Hut uh the other night was not because you saw it in the movie. Um yep. Well, and that's one thing. I actually don't order out pizza much. Um I usually have to go to the hoity toity pizza places, you know, because we have so many pizza joints here and there's really nice high end ones and I'm required to go to one in particular. Not anymore, but I used to be. But uh, honestly, out of all the, I guess, what you would consider fast food pizzas, but I mean, are they really fast food? They're just national chains. I really like Pizza Hut. It's always been kind of my favorite. I like that stuffed crust, man. It's money. And dude, 
they just brought it back, not to keep talking about fucking Pizza Hut, but they just brought it back in Prescott Valley. I don't I know you went to this back when we had it back home in Sierra Vista. The uh, Pizza Hut lunch buffet. Oh dude, the lunch buffet's awesome, dude. They, I'm sure that would do really well in your neck of the woods, dude. Nice flat fee, all you can eat. Yeah, they just brought it back to the Prescott Valley when it was closed and shut down because of COVID. And they brought it back. So I need to go over there and hit it up for lunch. I mean, dude, you had the good pizzas, you had salad, and you get dessert pizza. Dude, dessert pizza. It's the best. Yeah, dude, it's 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 quite tasty, and and I remember, I mean, of course, this is dating ourselves, Matt, but it was like five bucks. Yeah, the last time I had it was probably about six or seven dollars. The soda was extra, but the buffet itself was six or seven bucks. Yeah, so so now I bet it's like, I don't know, what do you think, dude? Twelve bucks, ten bucks. I'm gonna go with ten. I'll, I'll I'll go and try and hit it up this week and report back, Mike. I, I will do that sacrifice to my body and colon just for you. Okay, all right, dude. I, I, make sure you get that stuffed crust coming out both ways. Oh hell yeah, dude! It goes in, goes out, comes back out. Whatever, Mike. What's your favorite like chain Pizza Hut? Not Pizza Chain Pizza Store. You're a Domino's man. You're a Domino's man, aren't you? Um, so uh, I have grown to like Domino's a little bit more now. But uh, when we were growing up, I didn't like it at all. Uh, I feel like they have upgraded and brought 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 their A game. Um, but I think I really like uh, uh, Papa John's is uh, one of the the ones I like. Um, if I was gonna choose like a, a chain pizza place, avoid the Noid. Yeah, um, I, I didn't used to like uh, Domino's that much, but I, I feel like they've upped their game, dude, like the last few years. And unfortunately, I feel like Pizza Hut's dropped the game a little bit, man. Maybe it's just my area. Maybe. I don't know. I do like Papa John's, though. Papa John's is a good pie. But um, Domino's, man, I ate a lot of Domino's when I was a kid because I had a, uh, one of my elementary school teachers was, worked at Domino's. That was his other job poor guy um and so he would bring in pizza all the time and that was like probably late 80s early 90s probably around when the first teenage mutant ninja turtles movie came out i don't remember which grade he taught i had him for a couple grades you never had him because he was at my private school but um that's what he did for his other job and so he'd bring in like the noid toys that was when the noid was really big and he'd give those out and christmas we all got noid stuff and Anyways, yeah, I was never a huge fan of Domino's Pizza. I still am not. I don't, I, even though they've upped their game, I still don't think it's very good. But that's me. All right, all right. Um. Okay. Well, uh, I guess uh, we've we've talked about pizza. We've talked about Cool Ranch. We talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Got it. There you go. See, it's fun, right? That's why I keep saying yeah, the yeah. whole thing. It's ridiculously fun to say. It's, it's it's long, it, you know. It's a it's a long title, but are you gonna sing us out? Are you gonna sing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. <laughs> 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 All right. I guess with that, uh, let's let's let everybody go. They they they. Oh, 
They had to suffer through that. Oh, dude, I was singing it the other day on the phone when I was telling everybody what we were reviewing. Yeah, they said, please. My mom was like, please don't do that again. Nice, nice. Um. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, I guess I'll let uh, all of our listeners go. Uh, make sure to follow us on the social, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and threads now, right, man? Oh, yeah, dude. I started up a threads. Not that anybody uses it, but I started it up. I basically copy and paste whatever I put on Instagram because it's like the same thing. So, Yeah, and it's kind of part of Instagram. It's weird. Anyway, uh, there's that. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Oh, don't forget to enter our giveaway for Fandango. They like us so much that they gave us more codes. So I have even more. So if you want to get basically a gift card to go see a free movie in the theaters, don't forget to email Mike at realfilmnerds.com and you can use your Fandango app and log in and claim this and go watch a movie. Maybe Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Man. Maybe. Oh yeah, I like how you got it in one more time, Matt. Is, do you have like a tally over there? Like you got a little like like uh, you're like oh let's see if I can get it in fifteen. Yeah, times. dude, I have a little clicker like what the umpires have for baseball. I'm like, you know, hitting it, click, click, click. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll get. I I see some more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, not mutant mayhem, but uh, mutant uh, mayhem two or or whatever. I don't know uh, what the title will be uh, coming our way, dude. That's a good question. Well, I don't know if they can call it mutant mayhem because they already spoiled who the villain's going to be, and I'm not going to say it. But he's a well known one, so I don't know if they could call it mutant mayhem. It just might be, I don't know, teenage mutant ninja Turtles return of the Mac again. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, with all that, everybody, make sure to enter the contest for some uh, Fandango. Um, Free money. Uh, Good stuff. So uh, with that, I'll let everyone go and uh, catch us next week for our, uh, what is it called? The the Last Voyage of Demeter. Yes, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Uh Uh-huh. Of the Demeter. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.